All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Londa. She's here with me uh, to help me preach again. And um, we're excited that you're joining with us today. And as you saw from the announcements, there's a lot going on here. And we're excited about what God is doing. And Delanda, I know we're going to have a luau. I know our Samoan church is going to come and do some songs. we got Kona Ice going to be here. It's going to be a great time. Mm -hmm. So please plan to be here on August 7th for the uh, luau that we're going to have out in the parking lot. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right. So today we're back on. I know we had Pastor Jesse last week, took a little break from the seven spirits of God. But we're back on that today for the last one. And the last one is the spirit of knowledge. So I'm going to read out of the word Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2, our main verse for this whole sermon series. So here we go. Isaiah 11, verse 2, and then we'll pray. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come before you today in your word, I pray that you stir every person's heart today, God. Yes. Yeah. Lord, with an excitement for who you are and who you are in us, that the, what we have inside of each one of us, Father, that, Lord, that transformation take place by the hearing of the word today, Lord, because we activate it in our lives. We love you, Father. We thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. 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 Now, we've talked about the other six spirits of God already, the, the, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, spirit of counsel and might. And we've talked about the fear of the Lord. And remember, I said, you know, it all begins with the fear of the Lord. You have to have a healthy, respectful fear for who God is. Amen. You know, but as I've been praying and studying about the spirit of knowledge, I can't help but think that we need the manifestation of this one in our lives like never before right now. Yes. You know, if we're going to move forward in our relationship and calling with God, yeah. we've got to have the spirit of knowledge activated in our lives. Amen. Now, the spirit of knowledge, the way I'm going to explain it to you today, it's a little bit different than a word of knowledge. A word of knowledge, I'll give you an example, is like when I'm up here and I'm ministering, like a little, er, little earlier, I talked about the elbow. The Lord gave me a word of knowledge about an elbow, that somebody's elbow needed healing. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, that's a word of knowledge. Now, what I'm going to talk to you today about the spirit of knowledge, um, it's going to be a little different than what we as far as a word of knowledge. So last Wednesday, we talked about the Beatitudes of Revelation. That's what we're focused on right now. We, we focused in on uh, Revelation chapter 1, verse 3. And I want to read that to you right now. It says, Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it for the time is near. And we focused on reading, hearing, and obeying. Amen? We need to read it. We need to hear it. And we need to do what it says, amen? Because reading and hearing means nothing without the obedience. So reading and hearing gives you head knowledge. Now, a lot of people have a lot of head knowledge. But the, the word of God, the word of God comes into you when you're reading and you're hearing, amen? amen. But the key, Blonde, is obedience, Oh, absolutely. And a lot of people stop at the hearing and the reading and they don't apply it because I don't think people know actually how to apply it to their life because we're very routine and they don't know quite how to 
uh, incorporate that obedience to the Lord when they've already got their own mindset of their own agenda and their own plan. And if they don't see God's plan, then they have a hard time walking in that plan. It's true. And, and I know that, you know, just personally, I've had to break a lot of mindsets and I've had to uh, step away from who Ron King wanted to be to what God wants. Oh, you're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the key, though, is obedience. The key to spirit of knowledge is obedience. And, and, and this is where the spirit of knowledge, it kicks in right there. I read this example in this website called hispresence.com, and I, uh, I don't want to take credit for it because, you know, I didn't come up with it. But, and, and I want to read this to you. It says, if I tell you that the fire is hot, you would tell me you know that. And you, you would mean that you had the knowledge in your head that the fire is hot. However, if your body carries scars from burning yourself when you, when you got too near a fire one day, and I tell you the fire is hot, you're going to say, oh, I know. <laughs> you know, a totally different response. You're going to respond in a different way. Passion from experience. Passion from experience. You know, your I know that actually means I've experienced that. And I carry the results with me to prove it. It's like nobody can has to tell me that when you're doing hot tar on a roof that it's hot. No. <laughs> Why? I fell in hot tar one time. So when they say, hey, be careful, the tar is hot, you don't got to tell me, man. I covered my hand complete in hot tar at 540 degrees one day. But God was with me, and I don't have a scar on my hand. Amen. It was miraculous, yeah, huh? Yes. It was, it was bad. You know, so it, it, it's as if in the kingdom of God, head knowledge is non-existent. Head knowledge is not going to get you there. Mm -mm. Just reading is not going to get you there. I remember Delonda, that Jewish brother that um, did his dissertation for his doctorate on the book of Genesis. Yes. I yes. said, man, that's incredible. Genesis is just an incredible book, man. He goes... Well, I don't believe it. I'm like, what? He goes, I don't believe it. How could you do your dissertation on something you don't believe in? Yeah. It just blew me away, blew yeah. me away. He had the head knowledge, but he didn't have the knowledge, the spirit of knowledge. No relationship. Right. Right. Now, I, I say all this because people have read the Bible through and through, and nothing's changed. Because they haven't had that revelation come to them of what it means to obey it. We, we could go down the street right here, Delonda. And, you know, it's just like I, I found that guy laying in the street last week. Got him out of the street. And I said, hey, do you know Jesus? Oh, yeah. He's in my heart. And he started, I mean, the guy's drunk as a skunk and, <laughs> and, and I mean, just cussing up a storm. And oh, yeah, I know Jesus. You know, and, and people will confess Jesus. You know, uh, you know, I put in my notes here, a drugged out homeless guy, you ask him about Jesus and he'll tell you more than you know. Well, he knew about Jesus, but he didn't know. It's a difference between seeing the light and touching the light. Ooh, that's good. Seeing the light and touching the light. Hmm. Well, he had the head knowledge, but has not obeyed it, and therefore is stuck in unrealistic knowledge. That's what happens. He's stuck with the thought that this does not work for him. And so I've heard so many people say, yeah, I've tried it. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for you when you don't do it. See, we're waiting for God to do it for us. We're waiting for God to take our anger away. And God says, put away anger. 
Well, a lot of times too is our prayer is Lord da 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 da, and then when God doesn't play it out in the way that we want, then it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> you know that's because the you knowledge know, never becomes revelation to us. It's like me giving you a gift and telling you what to do with it. Right. You know, let's look at the Hebrew word for knowledge for a moment. The Hebrew word for knowledge means to know. Okay, now we're going to take it deep. We're going to go deep with this one. To know is not some knowledge that you have in your head. It, it, it is an intimate, experiential, life-changing knowledge. That's what it means to know. It's just like in Genesis chapter 4, verse 1, Delonda. It says, now Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain and said, I've acquired a man from the Lord. The word knew here, it, it takes it from head knowledge to a deeper, intimate experience. See, and this is what the spirit of knowledge does for us. It takes it from head knowledge to a deeper spiritual experience, amen? Out of intimacy with God, the spirit of knowledge makes the word of God come alive inside of each one of us and transforms us. Amen. Amen. But when we, when we don't do it, when we don't apply it, when we don't step into it, to that intimacy with the Lord, to drawing near to God, because he says, you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. That means there's something on our part about drawing near to God. Yes. And I know, you know, it begins with the reading of the word. It begins with hearing the word. But then to, to draw near to God, it means doing the word of God. You know, I knew somebody, Ron, who they, this, this girl always expected you to call her, always expected you to make every attempt to come to her, come to, you know, and I think there, that was a bit of insecurity on her part, but it was always coming to her. It was never a reciprocation of you, her calling you or, or setting up anything. It was always you pursuing her. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a two-way street. And that's why I believe when it says you draw near to God, God draws near to you. When you make the effort and the sacrifice and you come to him, he meets you there. And, and he, he knows now you've made that, that physical and head and physical and heart right. um, action to come to him. And it's not him just always chasing. Right. Well, I, I want to just say, in the, in the kingdom of God, head knowledge only doesn't exist. It doesn't work. You have to have the intimacy with God to gain the true knowledge that is meant to come and to transform our lives yes. to, to make, make it, the kingdom of God happen in us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm putting into words today the experience that's happened in our life. Yeah. Because I, I've had people say, I want what you have in the spirit. Well, all I have in the spirit is what God has given me and I've responded to. Amen. I, I just respond to him. And you can too. There's nothing holding you back from responding from God, responding to the word of the Lord, doing and obeying, amen, trusting amen. him and obeying. There's nothing. I, I remember this lady, she said, I, I just wish I had your faith. And I'm like, you do have my faith because we're all given a measure of faith. It's choice. It's choice. What are you doing with it? What are you doing with it? Because that's what God is calling you out. God is calling you. You're listening here, not by chance, because God's getting ready to, oh, I see. I just see God's going to take you to a new depth in the spirit of God that these seven spirits of God 
are going to resurrect you into power and might that you're not going to be wandering and wandering anymore where it feels like you're in the wilderness, but you're going to see an activation of God's power in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It just means you got to slow down and you got to converse with him. You know, I know, you know, we've been married almost 40 years coming up next March, 40 years. But you know, when I, when I'm, when I'm talking to you and I'm, and I'm like this. And I can't see the whites of your eyes. Yes. And, and you, you just stop talking. You just stop talking. And I'm like, oh, hey, you know, I'm listening. But I, I've divided my attention. You know, God wants our undivided attention. Listening and hearing is two different things. Yeah. And when you listen, it's like you can play it back. But did you hear it? Because I believe that you can listen with your ears and hear things. But when you hear it, you're hearing it from your heart. You're taking it into your spirit. And you're, you're, you're pondering it. You're, you're absorbing it. Right. And so when you, when you do that, you don't just sit in the audience on a Sunday morning or Wednesday or whatever and, and hear the word, but you're not doing anything. You're just sitting there. You're not taking it in. You're not absorbing it. You're just dutifully listening. Ten minutes after the service is over, you're going to forget it. But I believe that when you start talking about it because you heard it, you didn't listen, but you heard the word, you start talking about it, it becomes raiment to your heart, to your life. Then you, then the, the Holy Spirit can bring it back. And then all of a sudden you're digesting what you heard. Then you're applying it. Right. Wow, that's something I need to implement into my life. And then all of a sudden you're changing your thought processes and your lifestyle because you heard. So it's different between listening and hearing. Amen. Amen. Allow the Spirit into the depths of who you are. Reveal yourself to God. Understand that it's the Spirit of God in you that wants to give you these revelations about the kingdom of God. Amen? It's, the Spirit is alive inside of you. And your focus and your trust is on Jesus and not yourself. You see, when you start focusing on Jesus and what he has planned, you know, then... It, it, it's amazing what happens. It's just like, you know, there's people out in the parking lot, as I said earlier, right now. They're out there and, and because on July 5th, the Lord told me right here, this same spot that I'm sitting right now, I was standing here and the Lord said, go back into the parking lot. Now, I didn't know what it meant, go back in the parking lot, because I couldn't imagine that I, I needed to, to shut the, down the sanctuary and go out there on a Sunday morning because... We have comfortable chairs. We have air conditioning. We are already doing that before we come forward. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it was going to be a step backwards. But God was very clear, go back into the parking lot. And so when this week, this last week, when the governor said, hey, no indoor meetings, um, I was, I was, I got to tell you, I was a little frustrated on Monday. But on Tuesday, the Lord spoke to me again, and he said, I said, go back into the parking lot. And I'm like... Oh, but you know, you know what, Donna? So many people, um, pastors, Christians, are judging me. You know, oh, you don't have faith if you if you go back out if you go out into the parking lot. 
Listen, I got a lot of faith to go back in the parking lot because God told me go back in the parking lot. That's the first reason why. The second reason why is we looked at each other and said, well, the government isn't telling us we can't worship God, that we can't hear the word, but it's just making it inconvenient and uncomfortable. But you know what? God is using that to his benefit because a good, good daddy always prepares you in life. And I believe that's what he's doing because what was it last night that he, um, he gave me the word, get uncomfortable, stand up, walk around, get prostate, get on your knees, move, do something. And he wants us in that, but that's what I heard. Get uncomfortable. When you just sit there in your couch and you're sipping your coffee or your tea or your soda and you're, you're just listening, you're not, you're not hearing it. Like I just said, you're listening dutifully but you're not getting it. You need to get passionate about what you're hearing. You need to get passionate about acting it out in your life. And the Lord knows sometimes you've got to get downright uncomfortable to get your attention. You need kind of like go to a parking lot? Yes, and sit in the heat. Because you know what? Someday we may not have this. And people all around the world, as you know, have had way, way, way less than what we have. And yet they're hungry enough to do it. And right now we're at a spot where if we asked you to walk a block extra in the heat of the day, you'd say, oh, I'll just stay home and watch it on my video. Most of you, but you know what? God is calling us to get uncomfortable Amen. and search. Amen. Well, you know, last week, you know, Wednesday, we talked, as we talked about the Beatitudes, mm -hmm. we went to Matthew chapter five last week, mm -hmm. Matthew chapter five, verse six, it says this, it says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for yes. righteousness. For they shall be filled. Yes. Are you hungry? Mm. Are you thirsty? Yes. It's time to go deeper. deeper. It's time to press into the Holy Spirit, mm. to pray in the Spirit, to get alone with God, and, and to trust Him with your life. You know, we do things in survival mode at times. And a lot of people are in survival mode right now. And you're not in lining up to what God would say to you to do. You've been holding back because you're just trying to survive. Start trusting instead of just surviving. But you know what, Pastor Ron? A couple of people have told me this last couple of weeks, actually. I'm, I just trust God with everything, and I just know that he's going to get a hold of the government, and he's going to make everything go back to the way it was. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I don't think that's going to happen. And I think we need to get used to some new tools. And we can trust God for everything. But who are you trusting God for? Your own self? Your own plan of what you want to see happen? Or are you trusting God for his plan? And that's what you have to seek daily for. His plan. Amen. I'm so glad he told me, go back into the parking lot. It makes it easy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not confused. I'm not wondering. I know. He said go back to the parking Obedience lot. Obedience is go. bliss. Now let me just finish with one last thing. Talk to you about the fire. Mm. I tell you it's hot. You're like, yeah, I know. You got that knowledge. Many people have the head knowledge that God heals, but have not gone deep enough with him to receive it. See, but when you walk with someone who's been healed, and sees miracles happen, their response to God heals is way different than just having head knowledge. I mean, Delonda, when, oh, it's, yeah, my voice just went up. 
laughing. Oh, because I've seen so many miracles. But you know where I see most of them? I see them out, out in the country because they're hungry, because they can't go to the doctor. They can't run to the doctor like we do here. You know, it's way tougher for them. And right now, some of you are experiencing not being able to run to the doctor. You're, you're hurt. You're confused. You're frustrated because you can't just run to the doctor. But let me just tell you this. Jesus said, by his stripes, you are healed. Let that sink into your spirit today. Amen. Let the Holy Spirit illuminate that scripture to bring you to the place that your, your breakthrough comes in healing. Amen. That you're not having to rely on a doctor or some medicine. You're like, oh, God, come on. You get a hold of the altar of God and you cry out to him and you press and you press and you press till it becomes such revelation to you that no matter how you feel, you get up and you say, I'm healed. Because you heard, you weren't just listening. That yeah. becomes real. Amen. You know, I'm reminded of a, you know, a story that, Wigglesworth, Smith Wigglesworth tells. He says the, the lady came to the meeting. She had a big old goiter on the side of her face. And he prayed for it. And the goiter was still there. And she thanked God and praised God that he healed her. Next year, Smith came through and it had gotten bigger. And she went to the meeting and she gave testimony of how God healed her when the man of God prayed for her and stuff. And they're like, they're making fun of her, you know, because all they can see is this. And then the next year she came and she testified and the people were making fun of her. And she said, Father, let them see what I've seen. And the goiter went away. What do you see? How deep are you going with God today? Are you going into the knowledge of the spirit that brings revelation and transformation in your life? Or as Delonda talked about, are you going through the motions? Are you just listening because this is what you do on a Sunday morning? Or are you hungry for God? I'm telling you, Jesus is coming. He's coming for the hungry. He's coming for the bride that's prepared. He's not coming for people that do it out of duty. We talked about that the other day, going to, going to events out of duty or going to events out of love. It makes it so much easier when you're um, passionate about the, the event you're going to. Yes. Somebody invited us to lunch the other day. We were so excited to go. You know, and part of it, it was is we were really hungry by the time we lunch came. We couldn't <laughs> wait to get there. And when we got there, this woman of God blessed us with such a meal. And we're like, oh, can we do this again? <laughs> it was such a great time. Just, just that food was just such a blessing to us at that moment, you know. But we, we're giving you food today. Amen. Is it just something, well, that was a good message. Yeah. Are you going to just go deeper with God? Mm -hmm. Oh, I was just going to say, I think the biggest blessing for me wasn't how amazing, and I do say amazing, the food was and, and all of the things that went with that. But it was that she was so blessed that we were there. And when somebody makes you feel like they're so honored that you're there, it makes you feel honored. And so yeah. it's, it was just a beautiful, beautiful display of love. You know, I don't want to just go through the motions, Delana. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just read my word every day just to say, oh, I read the Bible through this year. I want revelation. Yeah. I want the knowledge of the word of God to be alive inside of me, mm -hmm. that it transforms me, that it makes my heart more tender, <laughs> makes me more soft to the spirit of God, that I hear more clear. Mm -hmm. Let's allow 
the spirit of knowledge to come alive in us. Amen. A transformation in our lives today. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you praise for this time, God. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you stir in each one of our hearts. That you stir us, Father, with a, a passion for who you are. Lord, not just a passion to read your word, but to obey your word. That it come alive inside of us. That the spirit of knowledge would well up inside of us like never before. That that revelation break loose inside of us today, God. That you touch people's minds right now, Father. You touch people's heart. Their heart would be bent towards you today, God. And Lord, that they'd begin to cry out to you. They begin to seek your face, God. Begin to just search their own heart, Father. Lord, we glorify you and we exalt you, God. And I pray that you just touch lives today. Yeah. Everybody just say this after me. Dear Heavenly Father. Dear Heavenly Father. I thank you for your son, Jesus. I thank you for your son, Jesus. 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 I thank you that you sent the promise of the Father. I thank you that you sent the promise of the Father. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Fill me today. Fill me today. Fill me with these seven spirits of God today. Fill me with these seven spirits of God today. That, that my cup would run over with the presence of God. That my cup would run yeah. over with the presence of God. God, that you'd give me new revelation today. That you would give me new revelation today, Lord. That I wouldn't just know about you. That I would just not know about you. But I would have an intimate relationship with you. That I would have an intimacy relationship. Fill me with your spirit today. Fill me with your spirit today. Overflow in me, Holy Spirit. Overflow in me, Holy give Spirit. Give me a heavenly language today. Give that I can begin to pray in the spirit. That I can begin to pray in the Hallelujah. We glorify you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for filling us today, God. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, for your love and compassion. Oh, Father, we glorify you and exalt you, Father. We thank you, Father God, for what you're doing in our lives. And I pray that revelation knowledge would come to every person today, God. That, Lord, in the transformation just takes place. That the healing flows, that healing, we have that revelation, Lord, that your word is alive. Hallelujah, your word is alive. And, Lord, let it flow in each one of us. I pray that you just touch everybody listening today, God. And, Lord, that you just continue to cover and protect each person, Father God. I pray your blessing over every person watching today. I pray for complete healing in their bodies today. I pray for all pain to leave. And I pray for the protector to put a hedge around about your people. That no weapon formed against them would prosper. And we thank you and we praise you for that today, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, God bless you guys. We're online Tuesday for Live at 5. I got um, missionary Simon Gounder for Live at 5 this coming week. And then Delon and I will be doing prayer on Tuesday. Then we got um, seven Sevens of Revelation on uh, Wednesday night. We'll be going through the Beatitudes. We'll get on to number two this week. And then Friday night prayer. So join us. Connect with us. Stay connected. Keep flowing. Get your kids online with Pastor Lucia. Let's keep growing in the Lord. Amen. Let's not slow down. Let's not stop. 
And most of all, don't stop singing. <laughs> Let your spirit be filled and flow with the song of the Lord. And you know, Pastor Ron, we talked about last night as well as, as the enemy has the airways right now. You know, his voice is going from the news, from everything else. It's, it's spreading fear and pandemonium through this pandemic. And, and we just need to shut his voice down. Amen. And not just by turning the TV off, but I know that God releases angels every time you pray and you declare things. So declare out loud, pray out loud, worship out loud. You Read do your it. Word out Read loud. your word out loud. Anything you can do to get it out in the air, let's get the word, let's get the worship, the praise out in the airways and silence the enemy's voice. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you and have a great day.